I feel like I've said this on repeat for the last few weeks. We are not responsible for other people's emotions. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. I'm having this conversation all the time. I know I've brought it up here, but we're going to talk about it again. We are not responsible for other people's emotions. Are you ready? Let's do this. I want to admit my humanness, so I'm going to start this episode today by letting y'all know that I just deleted 20 minutes worth of me talking to start over, and I rarely do that. I mean, this is maybe the second or third time in literally hundreds of episodes that I've done that, but I went off on emotion and I want to be a little bit more level-headed when I come to you guys. So just to keep it raw, real, and relatable, I am now recording this for the second time. This topic is an important one. It's coming up across the board with my coaching clients, my private practice clients, heavily related to the holidays, obviously, They are rapidly approaching. We are now less than a week away. And it keeps coming up that I feel guilty because, right? That's a statement. Guilt is just being thrown around right now. And I want to address this. And I'm I'm really going to be challenging you today. So bear with me. You are making decisions this holiday season that probably look a little bit different than the past, right? We used to, you know, go visit our friends and family without a second thought, okay? Our biggest concern was a cold or the flu. And now we have to think twice about literally everything. Have I been exposed? Have you been exposed? Are we going to be safe, right? What's the risk? So everything's just being thought about more, which means emotions are running high. We're stressed out even more than usual. And so I'm hearing a lot from people that they make a decision, right? I'm not going to come around this year or, you know, I'll come around, but I'd like for us to wear masks or, you know, some, some version of that setting some type of boundary. And then the other party, you know, our, our family, our extended family, our friends are, are not loving that decision. And so then they make a comment that tends to lean toward guilt tripping And then we feel some type of way as a result. Okay, so let me give you an example. I'm not going to come home for Christmas this year. I hope you can respect that, right? That's what's being said. And then the other party, the family member says, well, that's stupid. You're being ridiculous. You're just being dramatic. I'm I'm really going to miss you. I wish you would change your mind. Things of that nature, right? Okay, or even even you know, understanding family members might say, "Okay, yeah, I understand. Christmas won't be the same without you. Yeah, I'm re- I'm really gonna miss you. Okay, and I'm just using Christmas, but whatever holiday you might celebrate could still apply. Okay. All right. So, the comment 
from the family member after we've made our decision is intended to make us feel guilty. Now, remember, we all walk around in our own little bubbles, okay? Think about this for a second. Let me just go off for a tangent. When I get on the freeway, right, and I'm driving in my car and there's literally hundreds and thousands of cars around me, there's a good chance that that is the only interaction in my lifetime I'm ever going to have with those other cars, right? I'm probably never going to see the people in those cars. I'm probably never going to know them or know their story, but yet they're on the road at the same time as me living their life and, and, and going out with a purpose, right? They're on their way to the grocery store. They're going to work. They're coming home from work. They're visiting friends. They're traveling, whatever it might be. Okay. But they're in their little bubble and I'm in mine and I'll never know what they're thinking or what they love to do or, you know, what's going on in their life. And they'll never know what's going on in mine. And then we have these family and friends who our bubbles are closer together in proximity, right? Because we interact with each other on a regular basis. We know somewhat of what's going on in the other person's bubble. Okay. But at the end of the day, I still have a bias to do what's best for my bubble and they have a bias to do what's best for theirs. Do you see what I'm saying? So your family doesn't love that you're setting these boundaries to not participate in the holidays this year or to have some different ground rules because it doesn't coincide well with their bubble that they're living in. It's not their preference, right? Now, I am the first person to say, you know, my clients, <laughs> coaching or private practice, all are like, oh my gosh, you are brutal when it comes to accountability because I'm the first one to say, hold on, this looks like we need to take responsibility for something happening here, right? We're responsible for our words and how we treat other people and the way we allow our mental health to exist in this world, right? We have to take some level of responsibility. I've talked about this before with my own anxiety and how I would use it to manipulate situations and stuff. And that, that's a situation I, I need to take accountability for, right? But another person's emotions are not my responsibility, Okay, I don't need to take accountability for that. So when you say, I feel guilty for setting boundaries and doing what's best for me this holiday season, I want to challenge that because this word guilt is being thrown around. And now we, we feel guilty. Guilt is a, is a good emotion to have because it keeps us on course with who we're trying to be, right? We feel guilty when we do something that's misaligned with our values and our morals, for example, I might feel guilt if I stole from Walmart. Okay, I'm I'm not a thief. I'm this is not me confessing to <laughs> stealing. But if I did, right? If I if I was like walking through Walmart and you know money was a little tight and I decided to put something in my pocket and walk out, I would likely feel guilt because it's not aligned with who I'm trying to be. Right? I want to be honest. I want to earn the things that I have, and I didn't do that. And so then I would start sweating, and I would feel bad, right? I would feel guilty because I did something. So guilt is a good emotion for us to have. It keeps us on track and making good decisions for our lives. But what happens is we're over identifying with it. Someone else is quote unquote guilt tripping us, right? They're trying to make us experience guilt because we've learned that if someone else feels guilty, they will change their behavior, 
right? If I, if I did steal from Walmart, right? And stole something and I walked out and I felt guilt, I probably wouldn't do it again. It's when I don't feel guilt that I'm okay doing it again. But if I do feel guilt, I'm probably not going to do that behavior again because the guilt made me feel so uncomfortable, right? So other people try to make us feel guilty to change our mind or to apologize for things that we don't need to apologize for or to change the situation, okay? So they're trying to make us feel that way. But if you are doing what is authentically aligned and best for you, right? If you're like, I don't feel comfortable going to Christmas this year and I don't feel comfortable seeing my extended family and being exposed to all these people because, you know, I might put them at risk or they might put me at risk or, you know, my job, if, you know, if I get laid off for two weeks, I don't have an income or, you know, whatever the situation might be, whatever your reasoning is, as long as you feel confident in your decision, there is no guilt. It's not possible. So you're saying, I feel guilty But what's really happening is you're uncomfortable and you are allowing someone else's projection of their emotion to impact you, right? So when your family's making those comments, it makes you uncomfortable, but it's not guilt. As long as you're doing what you feel is best, you might feel bad, you might feel uncomfortable, you might feel sad and and missing them, but it's not guilt. As long as you are making the decision that's best for you. I want to leave you today by reminding you that you're not responsible for their emotions, right? When, when you're living your life and you're in your little bubble doing what's best for you, they're in theirs doing what's best for them. So they have a bias and they want your bubble to coincide well with theirs. So they're saying, here's my bubble and here's what I envision for the holidays. And then your bubble comes along and you say, that's not what I'm going to do. And then all of a sudden they feel a type of way about it. That is not your responsibility. And I don't care if you have to repeat it to yourself a million times before it sinks into your head. I am constantly telling myself, I'm not responsible for your emotions. I'm not responsible for your emotions, right? I'm not responsible for how you feel about this boundary that I'm setting. I'm just responsible for setting the boundary and doing what's best for me. I know this is hitting home for a lot of you right now. It is so important that you challenge those feelings that you're assuming are guilt. Because I don't think that they are. I don't think that's what it is at all. So take a look at it and go, oh my gosh, I was just empathizing with them, right? Or I was taking on that projection that they were putting on me. I'm not actually guilty. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm setting boundaries and doing what's best for me. And that's uncomfortable because it's new. We're not used to this, right? We're not used to setting boundaries with our family and having these difficult conversations, but everything has changed in 2020. You have to look at the world totally different. You have to make decisions that your family probably doesn't agree with. Listen, I've got family members who don't want to wear a mask, who don't want to um, be a sheep as they're calling it, right? I don't agree with that. You know, my personal opinion is I want to wear a mask. It does me no harm. And if I can help keep my germs to myself, great, right? So I'm not going to take on their emotion, 
the, the, the things they're posting on social media, the way they want to handle Christmas, the way, you know, what they're comfortable with. It has nothing to do with me and it's not my responsibility. I'm responsible for my words, my actions, my choices, right? Not other people's emotions. So challenge those feelings of guilt because I know that's what it feels like in your body, but it's probably just discomfort because you haven't flexed this muscle, this boundary setting, tough conversation having muscle that does what's best for you. Because if you're here listening to this and you're drawn to my podcast and drawn to me as a person, it's probably because you see yourself in me. We're, we're people-pleasing, perfectionistic control freaks in recovery. And we want to do what's best for everybody else. That's what we're used to. And now for the first time in our lives, we're changing that narrative. And it's uncomfortable. But it's not guilt. Let's get really clear on our emotional state with this and challenge that. Now, if you paid attention at the start of the episode, you might be like, why did she re-record that? That was great. There wasn't too much emotion in there. And because I was giving someone who has consistently been negative in my life, clout. Right? And if you don't know what clout means, it means internet fame, essentially. Like, don't give the trolls, the haters, the attention because they want the clout. They want to be recognized. And I was doing that in the first part of the episode because I was trying to make a point of not being responsible for somebody else's emotions and, and how they feel about me, right? I'm responsible for my words, my actions, and that's it. And I will take accountability for those things. I'm not responsible for how you feel about me, okay? So I took that part out of the episode. I, I re-recorded so that I didn't engage in that negative behavior because I think this season in my life in particular, and you know, I don't just mean the holidays and whatever, I just want to focus on all of you. I want to focus on the people who add to my life, not those who take away. I want to focus on the people who are here for it. And you know what I mean by that. The healing, the energy, the, the contagious energy of dedicating ourselves to making sure we're living as authentically as ourselves as we could possibly be. That's what this is about. And so I decided to take it out. I'm not going to waste another second of my life or, or yours on that kind of energy. I just I know I was going to get questions in the DM if I didn't just address why I <laughs> re-recorded it. So there's your answer. You guys are amazing. Do you realize what a privilege it is for me to be in this space with you, to be the trusted confidant, to be someone that you allow to challenge the way you've been thinking and feeling and behaving? It's so fucking cool. And I'm grateful for it every day. Like I'm literally obsessed with y'all. Like it is, it has been on the verge of an unhealthy obsession because I love you guys so much. Sometimes I got to keep myself in check when it comes to the podcast, because I could just pour my heart and soul into all of you. I want to benefit and improve your life and help you fight back. That's what this is all about. So thank you for being here, being 
willing to let me be a part of your life. I never take it for granted. I love you guys so much and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.